Hey, uh, for anyone starting a podcast, be absolutely careful that you don't drop anything on top of your mic. <laughs> I absolutely destroyed my Focusrite 2i2 with um by dropping something directly onto the microphone. Uh, the feedback loop was so intense that I now have a permanent buzzing behind it. I had to switch back to my other microphone. Um, luckily, I was able to um, to fix it. The Yeti did have a problem last time. I don't know if anyone heard it, but in the background, you could hear buzzing. That is entirely the microphone not set up properly. I did fix that after looking through it, tinkering with it a bit. But yeah, I got that fixed. No, but seriously, for anyone looking to start a podcast, be absolutely careful with your microphone, your recording equipment. Not only is it expensive, it's also really sensitive. Any microphone you drop, it's gone. I mean, it's broken. I mean, unless you have an AKAI microphone, the one I have right now is pretty good. But today's topic is actually going to be another trucking story, uh, mainly because people love this stuff. I mean, I like talking about it because it's the one thing that I never really get to talk about with people um, in person. There's just so much to uncover. But today I'm going to specifically talk about the states that I've been to and my favorite things about them. Because people think I went to every single state in the U.S. Not entirely true. I, I had the opportunity, but I didn't do it all. So what I did do is I broke down a list of every state that I've been to and my favorite things about them. Bit of a disclaimer before I start. This isn't meant to be uh, some sort of a judgment regarding every single aspect about every state that I've been to. I only went to certain parts of it, and that gave me a perspective of the rest of the state. However, I, I have a lot of people who agree with me on some of these, and... One state in particular is going to stand out for me, mainly because, I won't lie, it's my least favorite one, but the rest are really nice. Alright. For first-time listeners, thank you for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast now that we're featured on um, Google Podcast as well as Spotify. We're trying to get it on Apple Podcast, but it does look like I'm going to have to pay extra. And I don't know, I'm kind of iffy about doing that. Spotify is not bad, it's just 10 bucks a month. I'm already paying them, and with enough viewership, they'll start paying me. So eventually it'll pay itself out, which isn't too bad. But I was really surprised with the amount of people from overseas who are listening to me. And I keep mentioning that. But it's just surprising to me because over there, I'm guessing we don't have truck driving like we do over here. And it's really um, it's really popular over there to hear about it. The media is different over there than it is over here. Over here, um, trucker mania used to be a thing. We had the movie Convoy, which made it really popular. And eventually it released a track that was the background song for the whole, for the whole movie. And it was really popular as well. If you never heard it, it's called Convoy. It's by C.W. McCall. Really good song. Uh, I recommend you check it out. Another thing to bring up is my Instagram. If you guys aren't following me yet, you guys go ahead and follow Piero Dare Hair. P-I-E-R-R-O-T underscore D-E-R underscore H-E-R-R. I'm always posting updates about the podcast. But in all honesty, I'm mostly posting memes. Which, you know, who doesn't like memes? Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get started with this list here. There's actually quite a lot to break down. There is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, about 14 states in total, two of which don't necessarily count, but I'm going to feature them anyways because technically I was in the state. We're going to get started with one of them, uh, my home state, California. What I like about California is the weather is always great. 
is good food. Um, unfortunately, the one downside to California as a truck driver, this is specifically from a truck driver's perspective, not from me living here. But when I was driving through here, I noticed that the speed limit laws uh, for truck drivers are much more strict here than any other state in the country. Right here, at the fastest speed, a truck driver can only go 55 miles an hour. Those trucks can go just as fast as a car. But the thing is, we're restricted here because we're bigger, there's heavier traffic, there's Los Angeles, San Francisco, you know. Uh, so it only makes sense for it to go a bit slower. And on top of that, there are actually places that are such long stretches of road that I honestly don't understand why that law is in place. It would, it would just be much more fun to just blaze through the 99, if you know what I'm talking about. That's one state down. Um, second one, Oregon. Beautiful scenery and honestly the cleanest air I've ever breathed. I'm not a fan of the rain, mainly because I'm jealous because honestly, from being from California, you do not see as much rain as you see in Oregon. You go to Oregon, you will always be drenched in some sort of rain or snow or sleet or ice. You really don't know until you cross that border and it's already raining. Uh, while I was in Oregon, eight times out of 10, there would be rain. On the road, a light drizzle, or a heavy downpour, it just did not stop. And that would explain why it also had the least sunshine of any state that I've been to, aside from Washington. It's next on the list, but more about Oregon. I don't understand some of the trucking laws there. One of them is if you have a radar detector, not a radar jammer, but a radar detector, that's illegal there. It's not technically quote unquote illegal, but cops will give you a lot of smoke for it, uh, putting it politely. I thought I heard someone in my bathroom. That was creepy. That keeps happening. But yeah, being someone from California, driving through Oregon, I'm just jealous of all the rain, honestly. Slightly further north to Oregon is Washington. Washington is a bit of an interesting subject. That's 50-50. I could toss a coin in the air because I'm really conflicted about it. As a truck driver, it's not the best state, honestly. But it has my favorite town in the world. The, my most favorite town that I've ever been to lies at the farthest north point of Washington, which is Port Townsend. If you've never been there, please check it out. If you're from Washington, drive up there. It's worth it. Beautiful town, surrounded by ocean water. It's, I don't know, man. I've got to go back there one day. One day I'm going to go back there in a car, not in a truck. Um, when I was up there, I had the fortune of working with a Port Townsend paper company. I was hauling heavy lumber for them. Not, not lumber. It was, um, rolls of paper, which they were heavy. They were hard to move. Sometimes things would break down, but it was just a good time every time I went over there. And at one point I actually got lost and I was driving through some smaller, um, smaller roads. It felt like a Disney movie. The sun started setting little lights all over the side of the beach. It was just precious i want to go back there having said that about washington you might be wondering why it's half and half again perspective of a truck driver in my entire time there i was i saw two truck stops those are vital okay remember what i said before truck stops are your home base that's where you go to sleep that's where you go to eat that's where you get a shower there was none of that in Washington. I had two little ones and one of them was heavily restricted. If you know about the, the fucking pilot, uh, 
middle of Washington, dead center of nowhere. It's the smallest pilot I've ever been to. Completely backed up. Every time I would go there, we were blocking three streets just trying to get fuel. It was ridiculous. It was insane. What the fuck? Getting heated here. I'm just remembering that. Um, that one truck stop, I did buy my first Garmin there, which was a game changer for me because Google Maps does not help you as a truck driver. Do not rely on that. Do not rely on Google Maps if you have a truck, um, if you're driving a truck. Get yourself a Garmin. Set that up to your specs. You know what I'm talking about if you're a truck driver. Put your trailer height. Put how much wheels your truck's got. 18 wheels if you're a regular 53-foot um, um, trailer guy. Um, and that's, that's pretty much the end of that one. On the opposite spectrum, Arizona. It was really fun to drive through. Arizona is one of those states where I could go in a car and just have a fun time. Um, I remember going to Phoenix. It's it's just LA in the middle of this, the fucking desert, honestly. But it was fun to drive through, mainly because when you go through the deserts, you're just driving for miles. You feel like um, you feel like um, <laughs> you feel like you're going through the Sahara, honestly. Nothing for miles except a bit of hills, and they're all bone dry. But it's pretty, especially when you start driving and the sun starts setting. Honestly, the beautiful sunset in Arizona. Go on Google right now, look up Arizona sunsets, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But there is no way, there's absolutely no way that online you could feel what I felt when I first saw it in person. You just feel that warmth. You feel like you're on another planet for a few seconds. It's just great. Overall, wonderful state. I didn't mind it that much. Um, it was pretty cool going to Flagstaff, Arizona as well. If you're from Flagstaff and you're hearing this, um, I would live. I would live in Flagstaff. Beautiful, beautiful town. Really big streets. Very trucker friendly. Everyone's nice there. And the scenery is beautiful. I liked it. It wasn't that bad. Um, near Nevada or near Arizona is Nevada. They have amazing roads. It has the same layout really as um, Arizona. As in, what I mean is you have long stretches of roads surrounded by nothing. But as a truck driver, you, you kind of want that, you know? You go your full speed. There's not cops for miles. You put that, um, what's it called? Damn, I already forgot what it was called. I use it all the time, but I don't know what it's called. It's not autopilot. I forget what it's called. Cruise control. There we go. It's cruise control. You turn on your cruise control going at full speed. You won't have to turn it off for hours. You'll be going full speed. No nothing's there. It's great. Uh, as a truck driver, that's what you want. You want no obstructions on the road. You just want to get to where you're going. But sometimes you want to admire the scenery. You want to be in the heat. If your AC doesn't work, then it's hell. But, you know, it's nice. Uh, obviously, one of the things that Nevada has, Las Vegas. And you know your boy's been to Las Vegas eight or nine times. I can't tell you how many times I've been to the casinos there. Whiskey Pete's, one of the best places in the world. Um, if only it was um, more of a tourist attraction. Uh, it's it's not in Las Vegas. It's just south of it. So if you're going to Las Vegas from the south, stop at Whiskey Pete's and take pictures with the Bonnie and Clyde death car, which is really cool. They have a whole exhibit there at Whiskey Pete's. I took plenty of pictures. I might post one um, as the image uh, cover art just, just for the sake of nostalgia, honestly. This was almost two years ago now, and I still remember it very fondly nothing negative about nevada honestly i would go again 
um, next time I'm going in a car, but it's honestly just as fun in a truck. There's plenty of places to park. Um, I never had a night where I didn't find a truck stop. It was great, honestly, awesome. Except that one time where I had to sleep in the desert, but that was because of the company I was with. That's another story entirely. Here it is. The one that's gonna stand out. Idaho. First off, what the f- Bro, Idaho, get your shit together. I have nothing positive to say about Idaho. This is the one town, this is the one state that I will not go back to. I don't like Idaho, period. That's as far as I'm going about that. Um, God damn. Seriously, Idaho. I went to Boise, the really big town there, or uh, the biggest city in Idaho, I guess. I got a um, souvenir there. Uh, I got a souvenir from every state that I went to. And Idaho, I got it. And I just got it out of spite. Everyone's like, oh, you didn't go to the little towns. I went to the little towns. Those people suck. At least the ones I met. <laughs> Maybe because I'm Mexican. I'm going to be totally honest. That might have been the entire reason. I got flipped off by an entire car of people. Like everyone just like, hey, fuck off. You know, get out of here. That was fun. Moving on, before I get more heated, I'm already fucking sweating here. Utah. Favorite state by far. I'm going to be totally honest. Utah, I could go there in a car. I could walk there. I'll take a camel. I'll take a bike. Probably not a bike because it's 13 hours away. But seriously, my favorite state by far. It has the great, um, what's it called? The Great Salt Desert. One of my favorite places to drive through, despite the fact that it's actually very dangerous. I had, a, I had met with someone who unfortunately crashed there. He had a brand new Kenworth, a 53-footer attached to it. He was empty when the wind started picking up and it knocked him over. They got footage of it and I wish I still had contact with him, but if you're listening, dude, send me that footage because it's absolutely crazy how a simple breeze knocked you over. It wasn't even that heavy of a breeze and a lot of trucks were pulling over. He was He still kept going. This guy had balls. I mean, I guess he was kind of stupid too, but... That's neither here nor there. That's what that's what it is when you're a trucker. Sometimes you do stupid things. Unfortunately, he did, and it cost him his truck. His truck was totaled. When they found him, he was stuck to the seat. Thanks to his seatbelt, he survived. But he was um, he was knocked unconscious by the crash. And when they got him out, they had to take some pieces of glass out of him. It was really bad. I think they got some out of his eye. And when I talked to him, he had just recently recovered. And as soon as he recovered, motherfucker was back on the road. Honestly, I don't know how you do that. If I was there, I would have quit right there on the spot. I would not have done that. I'm, I'm a little bitch boy sometimes, you know? I've been through some traumatic stuff myself, but nothing that bad. I mean, that's ridiculous, dude. How do you do that? Imagine a massive crash like that. That He actually flipped over. This wasn't even him falling on the side of the road lightly. No, 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 no. That thing was heard. When it hit the ground, all the glass in the truck, just like most of it shattered. I guess the front was badly broken. That's how he got glass in his face and his arm and his chest and his back. I don't know how you got it on your back, but that might have something to do with the fall. Right next to the salt desert was also the Great Salt Lake off of the I-80. It was nice to see. Um, I didn't get to stop and take many pictures. However, there was a truck stop, not a truck stop, it was a rest area. I stopped there, I took pictures of it, it was really pretty. I like just being there. It's like an ocean, but it's actually really landlocked if you look at where it's at. Now, this, the Great Salt Lake Desert, it's what I was talking about earlier, that's where my buddy had a crash. And there's a 
Bonville Salt Flats. Near there, once you get to the Bonville Salt Flats, you're pretty much good. You could still keep going. At that point, just make a just make a dash for just make a dash westward and you'll be in Nevada. You'll be fine there. Nevada is always fun, trust me. And on top of that, let's see. I'm actually looking at the road here. I went to quite a bit of places in uh, in Utah. All of them are my favorite. My favorite is actually Eagles Landing. I went there once and it was just fun. Although I've never seen a truck stop sell ammunition, so I don't know what that was about. Maybe it's a state thing. I'm not too sure. I'm from California. We have too many strict gun laws here. If you guys know what I'm talking about, then you know. Whew. Let's see. On the I-15. Willard Bay Reservoir. I actually went there as well. I just drove past it, but I guess that counts. For a lot of people who have never actually been there. What I didn't like about Utah, the only thing I don't like is when I went to Salt Lake City, there was always construction. So if you're ever going to plan a visit there, be prepared for that. And traveling just northeast of Utah, you'll go to Wyoming. If you've never been there, be prepared for the ride of your life because it's a, it's a long stretch of road. Quite a bit long, actually. I'd say 350 miles just to get to where you're going. Um, and in between that, there won't be many places to stop. There's actually just one long road. I think Wyoming, I could describe it as a single highway state. Although it's got like three or four. <laughs> I mean, hard flex being from California and having a lot more, but still, Wyoming had beautiful hills, and that's actually the first place where I saw a live buffalo. I've never seen live buffalo in person, however, they are intimidating. You do not go up to those things. Those are wild animals, they're massive, and they will, they're not as timid as I thought they'd be. They'll charge you if you're, if you get too close, so you gotta see them from a distance. But every time they step, the earth just shakes. These things are massive. And there's never just one, there's always a, um, at least two or three or a whole herd if you're unlucky anyway i was lucky enough to only see one it was a big boy big fuzzy boy had a big head um i hope you know what a buffalo is or i guess american bison is um, what they're what they're technically called but you know it's still pretty good almost nothing for hundreds of miles is one of these things that i had on the notes and honestly i could i couldn't um i couldn't put into words how dangerous that road is but I remember driving there once with a heavy load, going to Cheyenne, Wyoming, which is on the almost on the opposite side of the state. So I had to drive through the entirety of the road. And the wind at one point started picking up. It got to 60 miles per hour, and it started with the heavy rain. And I thought I was done for it. Like I was like, you know what? Guns blazing, let's go. I hit the, I hit the gas pedal as hard as I could, and I was just enjoying the ride. There's an old prophetic tale that this person used to tell me at a at a church that I used to go to. I'm not a big church guy, but I do like some of the things I've heard there. Um, he told me that if you look at American bison, or if you look at wild cattle, when it starts raining, they don't run away from the storm. They run towards it to get through it, you know? Because they know if they run the opposite direction, they'll just be stuck in that. I thought that was pretty prophetic. That was pretty cool. Prophetic, I said, not pathetic. Don't, don't, don't make it sound like I'm insulting this guy. Um, what I remembered too, I remember distinctly waiting at Cheyenne, Wyoming on my 34-hour reset and at the time I had grown out my hair. I didn't want to at the time. Right now I'm doing it for fun. But at the time I looked like a damn hippie. So I took an Uber in Cheyenne, Wyoming because I couldn't take my truck in and I got a haircut and that was the first haircut that I got for months. It was honestly, it was great. I forget what the place is but if I remember the name I'll, I'll bring it up later. 
All right, so I just tried to look up where this damn hair hair cutting studio was or barbershop was, and there's like 35 fucking places where you can get your hair cut in Cheyenne. I mean, unfortunately, like, y you know it if you did it. It was just, um, damn, bro, Sh Cheyenne, quit opening up hair salons. Why do you need so many? And a lot of them got like three-star reviews and stuff. The one I went to had five stars, and they were great. Honestly, I loved it. I'd go back there for another haircut if I'm ever in the area, which might not happen anytime soon. But going on to the next state, Colorado. Anyone interested in moving to Colorado, uh, let me know. I have a friend who's interested, or they might head out there anyway. It was my favorite state to drive through during the fall season, specifically in the south of Colorado, where the Rockies aren't exactly that big of a deal. If you know what the Rockies in Colorado are, Jesus Christ, that was a nightmare to drive through. I mean, absolute, it wasn't too bad. There were some points where you could just chill, but there were places where it would condense into two lanes and it was a nightmare to drive through. At least through one little town in the Rockies. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I do have a lot of history with Colorado, mainly because I drove through there during the 2019 forest fire near Denver. And it was actually, we were actually so close. We were at a distribution center of sorts. I am not gonna name companies anymore, but I was at a distribution center near Denver when the forest fire started and it actually started raining ash. I've never seen that. It looked like snow, but it was warm. It wasn't, um, it wasn't so hot that I couldn't touch it. I started getting ash everywhere. And I had this kind person there at the distribution center telling me to take a different route because a certain place had caught on fire. Um, first off, huge props to people from Colorado for being so um, caring. Every time I went to Colorado, near Denver, anywhere, everyone there is just so nice. I loved Colorado. The people there are great. Um, unfortunately, I did go during a time of turmoil because I was also there during the riots, during the Black Lives Matter movement. And I had a brick thrown at my truck. I, I mentioned this um, a while back. It wasn't one of the worst riots I've ever seen. Um, not even close. This wasn't like like you'd see on the news where people are just covering streets and stuff. No, it wasn't that bad. It was like a few people starting it. You know, there's always, there's always that one guy who takes it too far. And I think, unfortunately, I crossed paths with him because that's the guy who threw a damn a fucking brick at my trailer. Didn't do anything. I mean... I'm, I'm driving a big-ass truck made of steel. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, huh? Little bitch. <laughs> no, but in all, seriousness, in all seriousness, the Black Lives Matter um, protests, a lot of them were peaceful, but I do remember, again, I remember some people taking it too far. But that happens with any riot, really. What I do remember about Colorado was... Uh, some people would consider me a hero for what I would do and that's because if, if you guys like Budweiser or you like Coors, I was the guy with a, as much beer as I could carry legally, I would do that, right? And I would cross state lines delivering that much beer. So if you've ever had a Budweiser straight out of Colorado, I've actually been to the distribution centers there as well, where they make the beer with the freshest water I've ever seen. It was cool because I thought, I thought that all of the um, the oh the Rocky Mountain spring water. I thought all that was bullshit until I saw it myself. I've been there. I've seen it. It's really cool, and the water is 
crystal clear. Like they said, here, if you got a cup in the truck, go up to it, take a sip. That thing is not chemically treated. It's great. It was beautiful. I remember the one time the distribution center was so huge for Budweiser that I actually got lost. And I had to be escorted in the right direction. This guy was like, where the fuck are you going? I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know. He said, yeah, turn around. You got to go this way, this way. Huge props to that guy. Um, because I was definitely more lost than I had anticipated. I was about to drive through a small um, residential area, which is a big no-no for truck drivers, especially in Colorado where it's really tight, but it was still easy to manage and I was able to get out just fine. Um, but Colorado, I went to the southern parts during the fall season and it's picturesque with how pretty it is. I could have I taken thousands of pictures of all those beautiful trees changing colors. I, damn, I don't know, man. I think about it and it's just, it's pretty, you know? I wish I had that here in California, but now we're in a, we're always in the dry season, always. So that sucks. Another thing about Colorado is that despite the fact that they're mostly mountain towns, they have really good food there. I mean, it's actually the first place. Uh, it's the first state where I had, um, what's it called? I had actual ravioli, home-cooked Italian ravioli. That shit was so good. That might have contributed to my weight gain. It was so good. It went straight to my thighs, and so now I'm getting rid of it. How unfortunate, but I would definitely go back and try some more. What I would also go back to, one of my, um, my second favorite state, which is coming up right now, is actually New Mexico. And it lives up to its name, honestly. If you've ever, if you've ever been in Mexico all the hot climate and everything. It's its just like New Mexico, honestly. It's, it's great. New Mexico is absolutely rich in the culture that, that I've only seen in movies. The, the old Western culture, you know, the cowboy shootouts and stuff. Billy the Kid died there. And it was really awesome being in that state because I was a huge Billy the Kid fan at the time. I had um I had hadn't been watching movies, but I learned I learned his entire history. I watched this segment called Mad Lads, Billy the Kid. Uh, posted by Count Dankula on YouTube. If you if you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's actually really good. Really well done, well rehearsed. Uh, it's great. I would watch it uh, a million times over because I'd watched it so many times on full like I guess on 1.25 speed because the guy talks really slow. He's from Scotland, who cares? I mean, I care, but you know what I mean. Um, it's my second favorite state because of the amount of history there. Not only that, but the amount of things that I did there. Um, at one point, this was the turning point in my in my trucking career because New Mexico is the place where I met um, a Native American jeweler. And I stopped the truck. I said I was taking a break, but in reality, I was just done. I was done with the company at the time. This was the state... That was the turning point in my career because at that point I had decided I was not going to put up with the bullshit anymore because honestly I missed being home, I missed my family, I missed having free time and I talked to this guy and he just he just set me on the right path. Those Native Americans are on a different level of wisdom and I talked to this guy for a good half hour. It, it wasn't even that he was trying to sell me something. I did buy stuff from him, but it, that wasn't the point, you know? Like, he, he could tell, because he saw me, he's like, you're a young man, I don't know what you're doing out here. Most of the people I've seen out here are much older, they've got nothing to do with their lives, or 
at the very least they have something waiting for them back home that they're working towards what do you have and i was like i don't know i really didn't the man set me straight and in return i purchased some of his jewelry this man worked with jade stone and onyx silver gold all the stuff you could ever possibly want to buy it was awesome i mean this guy knew what he was doing um he had crafted for me because i bought it a little silver ring with an onyx stone on it and it was one of the most beautiful pieces of jewelry i've ever bought i would i don't know it's very it's a good memory for me i look back at it and i think if i've ever met a prophet in the middle of the desert that was it you know this guy he was on another level i could go on for hours on him i'm not going to because i'm tired but damn that's all i'm going to say about that new mexico is great unfortunately the one downside i do have about it is that it's very barren as in in other states when you're driving through desert for a long time eventually you get to some place and it's really um what's the word you find something interesting but in new mexico you go for long periods of time and that's pretty much it i went to roswell as well but it wasn't as eventful as um as some of the other stuff that happened when people wanted to storm area 51 i was near the place and some friends egged me on to do it and i told them i'm not gonna do that and i'm glad i didn't because one person was arrested and at the end of the day it was just kind of a fun thing that people did and they had a cookout and everything it was all right i went to albuquerque as well and it was fun albuquerque new mexico very i don't know how to explain it i wouldn't consider it a city more of a large town than anything but it was fun going there and i had some steak there it was really good medium well that's how i take my steak for anyone listening don't judge me i don't like blood in my meat okay I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Also, I heard places um, close to El Paso where some of my, <laughs> some of the people that I worked with would tell me, sometimes you go to El Paso, which is actually in Texas, but it's so close to the border of New Mexico, Texas, and Mexico. You take a wrong turn there, you end up in Mexico, unfortunately. The actual Mexico, not New Mexico. So anyone driving out there, be careful. El Paso is really tricky. Speaking of those states, Texas, one of my favorite states to drive through because remember, California has that law where you can't go more than 55 miles per hour if you're in a truck. Texas doesn't give a fuck. You go 80 miles an hour if there's no one there. You drive as fast as you can. Most of the cattle haulers I've seen are from Texas and for a big reason. That state could be its own country. It is so big. I mean, massive. California has nothing on Texas. It is huge. It is beautiful. They have tornadoes, which I'm deathly afraid of. But it is unheard of for a truck driver to go 80 miles an hour in California. And then you go to Texas. And keep in mind, I've been driving for driving for this company. I had a limit where I can only go 65 miles an hour. And when I was there, everyone was zooming past me because they were just so quick there. I never saw a drop of snow when I was there, which I was fortunate enough because I I remember distinctly all the truck drivers who unfortunately crashed when the snow hit. I don't remember what town it was in, but I remember it was Texas. 
places that I remember in Texas are the Texan Steakhouse, which is very famous. It's that one famous place where if you finish a 72 ounce steak, it's free. But if you don't, it's $70. 75 now, I think after the pandemic, it went up in value. You're basically eating a boogie board worth of meat. I cannot do that. I've seen some people who can. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name names, but when I was near San Antonio and Austin, I could see that. Uh, when I did stop near Waco, that's when I saw the big Texan and I was like, holy shit, that's the big Texan. That is so cool. That's like a staple. If you go to Texas, you're gonna see the big Texan. The big guy with a cowboy hat, big Texan steakhouse. You get your ass there. You try it, the bread rolls, everything about it's delicious. Although the steak is a little dry, but you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, it's, it's cool. It's a great state. I liked it. I would definitely go there again. I have nothing negative to say about Texas because honestly, Texas is great. I had a friend who recently moved to Texas. I wish him the best um, because Texas has so much opportunity. It's That should be considered the land of opportunity, honestly. Uh, most people move to California for that same reason, but no. Move to Texas. That place is much better. It is great. I love it. I would definitely move there myself if I had the money. Um, going from Texas, unfortunately, I did go to Louisiana and Mississippi, but I went there as a team driver, which is why I was able to go so far. But the thing is, Louisiana and Mississippi aren't as big as I thought. They're... Unfortunately, I was asleep in the cab when we passed Louisiana, but I awoke and I saw just swampland everywhere. It was awesome. Not everywhere, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of uh, swampland in Louisiana, and when we crossed the Mississippi River, that was awesome. A historic moment for me right there. I could tick that off my bucket list. Crossing the Mississippi River, although I did not expect to do that in a truck while asleep. I mean, it ticks a bucket. That, that, that counts for me. That's going to count for me. If you've ever seen, if you've ever been to Mississippi and you see the river, it's monumental. Not only because of how big it is, but because of the historic value that it has. It used to be the biggest trade route. And crossing the Mississippi River, once you cross it, you end up in Mississippi if you're in Louisiana. Although, this is the state where I found out that crocodiles or alligators are one of my biggest fears and I didn't know that at the time because I've never seen one in person out in the wild when I did I almost shit myself dude seriously they're like dogs they're huge but they have a mouth full of teeth and they can just rip you to pieces they'll fuck you up I'm terrified listen to my voice Jesus it's cracking let me get some water speaking of these two places in particular if you go let's see here from Mississippi, if you go straight east, you end up in Alabama. Now, I know what you're thinking. A Mexican in Alabama probably doesn't sound as good, but I'm gonna tell you right now, disregard all of those rumors. Unless you go to the tiniest of towns in the middle of nowhere in Alabama, which there are plenty, uh, you'll be fine. Doesn't matter what race you are. If you go to Alabama, don't worry about your skin color. It's not that bad. I was terrified when I went to Alabama because, well, I'm Mexican. I mean. I've heard the rumors, you know? I've heard, oh, there's a bunch of racist people in the South. And we were as far South as we could go. We were in the we were in the hub of this rumor, you know? All the racist white people out there, from what I've heard. I didn't see any, but I've heard of it. And that kind of set a tone for the whole trip when I went to Alabama. 
it wasn't too bad actually when i went there i thought okay this is this is not bad i was nervous the whole time i won't lie but then i had cajun food and it was all i was just fine i had gumbo it was oh my god like that shit is spicy but delicious and being mexican that's important Oh my god, dude. Alabama is great. I don't, I don't know why people shit-talking so much. It's it's one of my favorite states. I'd say it's in the top five. Uh, just, just for the food alone. I do not like the swamps, however. And there are an abundance of them. Mosquitoes? If you like mosquitoes, which I don't know who the fuck you are, but... If you like mosquitoes, go to Alabama and just sit by a swamp. For the love of god, do not go in the water, though. Unless you want to lose an arm to a gator. You want to lose an arm to a gator? You go swimming in Alabama. Fucking dare you. But one historic thing about Alabama is the Talladega Speedway, which is where they have the NASCAR races. I went there. It was um, it was huge. It was great. Talladega, Alabama. If you've ever been there, or if you've ever seen Talladega Nights, that's where they recorded it. And it was really cool. We got to stop there. I got a magnet as a souvenir. And it was fun. It was nice. The Cajun food is all I could think about right now. I'm starving, holy shit. I could go for some gumbo. Some jambalaya. You know what I'm talking about. Give me some crawfish any day. I'll eat that shit up. Ooh, boy. Alabama is on the border of Georgia. And Georgia is one of the last ones on this list, unfortunately. That's around where I stopped. This is the farthest I've been from my house all the way in Georgia. If you look at it, it goes, let's see here. Yeah, it goes on the East Coast. And Georgia is unfortunately where I had my first big crash. I have pictures of it, I'll post it later. But it wasn't such a bad crash. I mean, it was the first one that I went through. So it was monumental for me. I never forgot it. Because all I remember is this scream that came out of me was genuine fear because I thought this is the end. I'm not gonna see my family anymore. I'm gonna die out here surrounded by gators and swampland. I'm fucked. That's what I thought at the time. All that came through my head was I am screwed. Luckily, we made it out alive and I was a bit of a dramatic bitch for it. But if you know me in person, that's not exactly um, too far off. I do remember not wanting to leave the truck because of all the swampland we were surrounded by. I was terrified of alligators okay and when you can hear splashing in a fucking georgia swamp you get a little anxious okay you get very anxious actually at one point i was panicking and i thought are we gonna see bears out here and they said nah not bears gators you'll be fine i don't know how some people in florida could just grab gators with their bare hands and throw them if you've ever seen that it is ridiculous i love it but also, how? You you got some, you must have some prescription pants for the massive balls you have, okay? Because Jesus, man. What I do remember about Georgia though, one fond memory, if you've ever heard of a little place called Waffle House, that is the first state where I was able to stop, um, wash up at a terminal and take an uber to a waffle house and it was so good oh my god dude i hope ain't got shit on a waffle house a waffle house will change your life you eat that and it's like mama herself is cooking fucking sausages in the kitchen it's just so good 
It was great, and it was cheap, and it was fun. And I ate with a complete stranger, because that's what you have on the road. I shared an Uber with this guy who was in the terminal. I was like, hey, I'm going to Waffle House. Anyone wants to go? Nobody even looked at me. And then this one guy's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll tag along. We had Waffle House together. I had um, scrambled eggs, sausage, a bit of biscuits, a nice morning coffee, which I normally don't drink. It was, I don't know, man. I mean, if you go to a Waffle House, it's like a different, um, uh, how, how do I explain this? You know it if you go to one. Like you go in there and there's just so much history behind a, a local Waffle House. Like you go in there and they'll have stories about how someone tried to rob the place or all the staff was asleep and the guy cooked his own fucking meal. Cause it's just so home cooking, you know? It's just, there, there's no way to replicate home cooking better than a Waffle House. If you're ever in the East Coast or anywhere near a Waffle House, try it out. Especially in the early morning. That's when it's at its best. Because that's when you have fresh coffee, I don't know, man. Waffle houses are fucking great. I remember this lady kind of laughed at me when she when she saw that I panicked about crashing in the mud. She said, oh, that scares you? You should see some of the other accidents I've seen. And I had no reaction. I looked at her with a blank expression and she just smiled and it just... <laughs> her, her smile was so goofy. I just... I couldn't help but smile too. I was like, damn, you know what? You're right. It could have been much worse. The fortunate thing... The truck didn't flip over. That was the main thing. When they saw how the truck was, they were like, how the fuck did you not flip over? How did you keep it straight up? And I was like, blindly reacting, I grabbed the wheel and turned it in the direction of the skid, which I don't know if you're supposed to do or not. I've never been in an accident, but when you're panicking, it's kind of hard to figure out where the fuck you're supposed to lead a crash. And I did the right thing. So I don't know why I'm bitching about it. Anyway, that's the last thing I have on this list. Um, Georgia was fun, very different than what I'm used to because I've never actually been to the East Coast until I went to Georgia and it, it was a game changer because the moment you go to Georgia, they know you're from California, if, if you're me anyway. I don't know about other people, but it's just different. I guess it's the accents they have out there. We went to Atlanta, Georgia as well. Um, I don't get the hype behind it. I guess from that one song where it's like, I got broads in Atlanta or some shit. If you got broads in Atlanta, please find broads in another location. They are mediocre at best out there. I don't know, I'm from California, everyone's pretty. <laughs> All my California boys know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm really hyping this shit up, ain't I? Anyway, this podcast is gonna be a bit shorter than, than what I usually post, cause this, this has been a list of every state that I've been to and fond memories of it, basically summarizing the entire thing. Um, later on, I'm going to be doing more research about other truckers. I'm going to try to get other truckers on the podcast and we're all going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our experiences. Oof, I had a burp there. Uh, we're going to talk about the worst stories we've been through. I already have some names in mind for, for people that I'm going to bring on here. I have a coworker who also did the same thing where we were team drivers for a bit. He was a team driver for an entire year, which I don't know how you could do that. I liked having my own truck because it was basically a mobile home. I had everything I needed. I had a little mini fridge. I had a bunk heater. I had a place to store my guitar. I had so many spare clothes. Um, what else can I talk about really? It was fun. We are going to be ramping up the trucker stories though because there isn't really much left. I've pretty much said everything on my end. If I had been doing this for multiple years, I'd be going still. But I only did it for one year. 
and one month because that one time that one time I lasted one month with a single um, company that was that was a tale on its own I really don't know if I could talk about them because they're a local town or they're a local company so I don't really want to shit talk them because they're really good later on I might reveal what um, what company I used to work with because every time I I reveal the name everyone goes oh you know they have that reaction every time Anyway, um, let's see, I'm going to ramp it up here. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, if you got any questions, my Instagram DMs are always open. Uh, I dropped the name earlier. And thank you to Google for finally hosting us. Honestly, Google Podcast actually opened up quite a bit of doors. Our, our engagement's actually shot up pretty, pretty high up there. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. And we're going to be doing this weekly thing. Every Friday at 6, we're going to be uploading the podcast. And hopefully you tune in for next week's, which I honestly have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I might just read news segments and bullshit. Um, Anyway, see ya.